Welcome to South Haven Business Beat, exploring business from the top of Mississippi. Business and community leaders talk with us to provide invaluable resources to aid the business community. And now here's your host, Aaron Kozort. Hello and welcome to another episode of South Haven Business Beat. We're here today with Debbie King, the director of the Chamber of Commerce. And Debbie, tell us a little bit about what the Chamber's got going on right now. <laughs> um, a lot. A we lot. have a lot going on. But we pride ourselves in that. We want to be an in-your-face chamber. We want to provide as many opportunities as possible for our members to be able just to network or to promote their business or to have resources. And so we have a lot going on. Um, we have a great team. I have a great team. Um, our event coordinator is amazing. Uh, our marketing person makes us look good digitally. Uh, we have a member services person um, that really gets in the trenches. She's on the front line helping businesses with marketing strategy, making the most of their membership and what they can do. <clears throat> and for us, being able to do that affordably is key because our engine is small business. Absolutely. You know, if you think about the the Chamber of Commerce, you know, we were having a conversation with someone earlier today and they mentioned how, you know, they've been a part of the chamber for more than a, a decade. And as they, you know, watched it grow from just, you know, just a couple hundred members to where it is today, um, it, it is growing. The economy is growing. The, the area is growing. Uh, and that's a lot to be able to help facilitate and also a lot to wrangle as some of those opportunities come your way. What are some of the challenges that you see facing uh, the area, uh, South Haven and, and DeSoto County, but also some of the opportunities that you see coming this way? We repetitively and on a daily basis have conversations with businesses that say, there's only one of me. I need help. I can't do this by myself. And we collectively want to do what business owners can't do individually. Um, we can't be all things to all people. But if we can provide resources that are already out there for people just to take advantage of, at the end of the day, we've done our job. Mm -hmm. Our challenge lies in that we have 770 members and it blurs city limits. So they are from all over the Mid-South. They're not just from South Haven. Right. We have 1,800 businesses just in South Haven. So there are a lot of people that have no idea what the Chamber of Commerce can do for them. Absolutely. And the fact that they think we are just a one and done, a ribbon cutting and I paid this money and I get nothing else for the rest of the year. When in fact, you have an entire team that passionately wanna help you grow your business, mm -hmm. want to make connections, want to establish relationships so that you can tell your story, sing your song about your business. I have said for, um, one of the speakers from Constant Contact came up years ago to talk with us, and his name was Byron, and I'll never forget him saying, the chamber, I came from the chamber world, and the chamber cannot sing a business's song the way a business can, but the chamber provides the stage. 
We provide the platforms for people to be able to share what they do and what their businesses are. Mm -hmm. That's going to look differently from an insurance agency to a real estate agent to a corporation like Walmart or Baptist Hospital. So it's not just about the numbers or the size of the business. Mm -hmm. It's about meeting them where they are. For some of the larger corporations, it may be that they partner with us in our new venture under the foundation, our 501c3, Mm -hmm. so that we do some workforce development and some Mm -hmm. leadership training for them. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they're looking for a mentor program where they can give back to the community and teach and train up some of those um, school students to either aspire to be business owners, entrepreneurs, or to work in a corporation because they realize college may not be for me, but I might be able to do an internship or an apprenticeship that's going to lead to a career. So as you, um, you know, as you find those avenues, as you provide those stages uh, for business owners, for small businesses and large businesses alike, you know, what is the, what is the uh, best way for someone to use the chamber if they're just getting started? It's going to depend on that person's personality. You have some people that very much live in a digital age. They want to find everything online. Mm -hmm. They're not big on talking to people. Their biggest presence is on the internet. Mm -hmm. We're a Grow With Google partner, so we have search engine optimization tools to help them do that. Um, And we can talk with them. We do all the time in different medias from the internet world. Mm -hmm. We can email We can talk to them on Facebook Messenger or Mm -hmm. um, Instagram Messenger. We can talk with them if they need to um, text with us. There are some people, we have members that I've spoken to a couple of times, but I have a great relationship with them, and all of it's usually over a text message over a text message or an email mm-hmm. and so we want to meet those businesses where they are mm-hmm. other people will come in see our facility talk with us and say these are the things that i need can you guys help us and that's where it's key for us to be able as a chamber to set expectations mm-hmm. with those companies so we are under promising and over delivering. We want to make sure that whatever you're expecting the chamber to be able to do, we're upfront to tell you, yes, we can do that, or no, we don't have that ability, but let me put you in touch with. Right. So that right. they can help you meet your goals. So you mentioned just a few minutes ago the the foundation. T- tell me a little bit about the foundation, the, this 501c3 that's that's uh, getting launched. So a lot of the chambers in the nation, in the area, um, have all chambers of commerce are a 501c6. Okay. The challenge that we had during the pandemic when it came to idle loans, PPP, um, financial assistance, chambers didn't qualify for that at all. In no way. Until later. And so for us to be able, um, thankfully... We were good stewards and we were able to sustain. But what happens is you want to be able to have platforms. 501c6s cannot in any way, um, 
we we really can't apply for grants mm-hmm. or get any kind of federal funding or do anything to assist businesses. And so this 501c3 that we have developed under us is to help kind of not sustain the chamber, but complement the chamber in that we're able to offer more. Now we can look at doing scholarships or um, even small business grants maybe mm-hmm. if we, um, we're helping to, to have different startups if they need space, if they're needing um, tools, mm-hmm. if they need connectivity um, through Small Business Administration or through the Small Business Development Center, mm-hmm. if there are resources that we can provide them, we don't. We want to make sure that we have the funds to be able to do that because it takes staff time, mm-hmm. materials, mm-hmm. all of the things. Um, it takes money for people to make money, Absolutely. and we just want to set people up to succeed. So as a foundation and as a 501c3, you would have uh, not only the opportunity to make some of those impacts, but you would also have a tax status that would be advantageous to facilitate some of that work, um, being able to be a a tax-exempt entity. Mm -hmm. So uh, how does um, that opportunity factor into how businesses can help support the work of that foundation? Well, they're actually going to be able to do that through, um, if they want to donate to that, they can. If they want to partner with us um, to do sponsorships or do something over a long period of time, they would be able to do that and it would be a tax deduction. So they would be able to get some things back for what they're giving and how they're helping to support um, the workforce development, to support companies and entrepreneurs, just to make our whole quality of life and our um, cyclical um, economy thrive. It, It breaks my heart to see so many companies that go through all of the pains of birthing and starting mm-hmm. a business and then in six months they're closed right so if we can just help provide them some resources mm-hmm. so that they're able to continue um, to work through the pains of developing opening and having their business um, you know get over those rough patches right. and be able to right. kind of sustain We've done our job in being able to help promote and champion our members, our business community, and our residents and community as a whole. In the uh, the recent um, past, we worked together with the South Haven Business Beat to facilitate uh, interviews for election commission, or uh, individuals who are running for election candidates. That's what I was looking for. one of the things that's part of, uh, I think, an area you're highly motivated in is is helping educate the people in the community about what not only is happening in their economy, but whatever the things that are happening in their government, the things that impact their daily lives. And that's one of the things we've had many conversations about is how can we help spread the word and communicate to people things that matter to them and things that impact them even though they may not realize it. The foundation seems to me to be one of those ways of of having an opportunity to really help educate 
people um, and make an impact beyond um, beyond just business, but focused on making that impact through business. That's the end goal. That's what we were hoping to achieve and what we are hoping to achieve all along. We want to make sure that we provide those resources, that we help to educate. A lot of small business owners do not realize that their voice matters when it comes to everything to do with who we send to Jackson to represent DeSoto County. There are people making decisions every day that affect small businesses. We need to have a voice in that. People need to know that. They need to know that we're advocating for them and that we're doing everything we can to make sure that our folks that are going to Jackson to represent DeSoto County do that well and that they do that with the intent of providing resource and having a clear communication channel to be able to voice concerns that we have and also, you know, just be our cheerleaders to make sure that we're set up to succeed. And that's gonna take some unification and a whole lot of education. So for us, just trying to get voter registration up, mm -hmm. just trying to educate and let people know who's running. We're not trying to do more than DeSoto County's doing on their government page. We're trying to complement that. Right. We wanna make sure that whatever we are providing is accurate. We wanna make sure that we are using the tools that they've already provided out there just for a larger reach. We wanna take just a moment and thank our sponsors for uh, promoting and working with us here at South Haven Business Beat. Here's a message from our sponsors. Follow App. The Follow App is the long-term solution for networking, instantly connecting you to those frequently missed opportunities to find the right referral partner or new client to grow your business. Wisdom Integrators. Are you a business owner and is technology getting in the way of your business? If your computers are slow, your website is horrible, or your business needs more efficiency, then it's time to reach out to Aaron Kozort and Wisdom Integrators. Would you like to be a sponsor? Contact Debbie King at 662-342-6114 for more information. Be sure to share and subscribe for more business resources. Now back to South Haven Business Beat and host Aaron Kozort. We want to thank you for joining us once again and continuing this conversation with Debbie King, the Executive Director of the South Haven Chamber of Commerce. Debbie, since... 2020, prices have been going up. Uh, things are more expensive. Cost of business is, is increasing. Uh, and add on top of that, the cost of money is increasing. The interest rates are going up. It, how do, especially small businesses, continue to grow, continue to promote their business? And what, how, how does the chamber help facilitate that in a very affordable way? Sadly, Aaron, a lot of businesses, um, when they have to cut expenses, the first thing they cut is marketing dollars. Mm -hmm. um, in doing that, you're still, you still have that need. Mm -hmm. You may not have the expense, but you still have the need. Right. So we try to partner alongside to be affordable. Um, we haven't had a dues increase since I started working here, that's been almost 12 years ago. Wow. So um, 
the time is coming. It's going to be small, but we are going to have to do a slight increase in dues just to be able to help. Now, if people are already struggling and they don't know how that's going to work, we're talking like $20 more a year right. to help right. sustain the chamber. But we give you payment opportunities. Um, we can break down payments. We will work with you. We have a lot of companies that come in and use our resources and say, I'm not there yet. I'm not ready for chamber membership. Mm -hmm. We're not going to spin you around at the door and say, oh, sorry, can't help you. It's not like that. We right. want to be able to meet people find out what their needs are, see how we can help them grow to the point of being able to at least have the resources that we have available. A lot of those don't come with a cost, mm -hmm. especially after your membership. You pay membership fees, people have no idea what they have at their fingertips or mm -hmm. how many benefits we have. That's the reason that we do a class, Chamber 101. Right. We want people to know how to take advantage of all benefits, all things Chamber, so that that money that they're spending a year, which by the way, for most small businesses is less than $250 a year, right. not a month, a year. year. Oh, yes. They're earning that money. They get that back tenfold right. just in the first few months of membership a lot right. of times. So we want people to see the value in that, but we want to educate them and make sure that they're making the decision. We're, we're not going to sales pitch you. Right. We just want to be here for a resource. And so if for any reason we gain new members, it's not because we're out knocking on all of the new businesses' doors saying, hey, you should join the chamber. Right. That's coming peer to peer. It's coming mm -hmm. from some other business that's saying, the chamber's done this for me, mm -hmm. and they can do this for you. Right. So you should be a part of our chamber family. You mm -hmm. should be a part of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. and, and as you, you think about that, you know, as you, as you mentioned, when prices go up, people have a tendency to cut back on the things that in reality are providing the opportunities that they need to grow. So they're, they're restricting their growth instead of looking for those opportunities. One of the things that I think is spectacular about the chamber is that, as you mentioned, the chamber has a lot of events. They have a lot of things that happen every single month that don't cost anything additional. Uh, so, you know, uh, B2Bs, where you've got AM and PM opportunities to network with people. Uh, you have the ribbon cuttings where you have an opportunity to meet someone, connect with a new business that's, that's opening or getting started in South Haven, but also meet those people who are there. All of those are opportunities to grow business that doesn't cost anything more than just a little bit of time and effort to get out there and do that. And, and those opportunities are a platform that exists because of the chamber. On the flip side of that, Aaron, you have business owners that are tied to that front counter or that shop or that massage salon or that hair salon that can't get out and network. Mm -hmm. And so they say, Chamber's not really going to help me in that aspect. But when I bring them in and Google their business, and the first thing that pops up in that search engine optimization is actually the Chamber's website. I'm able to tell them we can represent you right. digitally 
even when you can't be at those events. Mm -hmm. So you have layers. It's almost like an insurance policy. Mm -hmm. You have layers of different things that are going to help push your business out there and get the word out for people to know you're a part of something larger than yourself, but you're also going to glean in different ways that you don't even know, Mm -hmm. whether it's through e-referrals or phone call referrals that we do constantly every day or whether it's digitally in that search engine optimization Mm -hmm. or in person as you were saying. One of the other aspects about the chamber that I think is is important is not just how the chamber helps with the networking and with the growth and with the referrals and with the visibility but even the ability for businesses to be able to lean on the knowledge and the expertise that the chamber has when they're looking to hire and when they're looking to grow. Sometimes the business in, a, in an area, they don't need help growing, they need help dealing with the growth mm-hmm. and the pain points inside the business of needing to hire additional people, needing to find qualified people. And that's another area where I think the chamber also is able to provide something if, if businesses know to ask uh, that hey, uh, you, you know a lot of the people who are in this community. And when a business is looking to hire someone with a specific skill set or a specific set of capabilities, that's another opportunity where the chamber can be able to, to provide something for that business. Absolutely. Without nickel and diming you to death, charging per click, or asking you how many postings you have or limiting you in the areas that you're trying to hire. We also do a resume bank. So a lot of people don't know as people reach out to us and say, hey, I'm looking for a career change mm-hmm. or I'm interested in doing X, Y, Z. I have experience in this. We're able to strategically get those resumes to the business owners that are looking exactly for that right fit we're not going to tell you that's the right fit for you, but we're going to give you those opportunities to be able to consider them for the positions they have open. I think that word that you just mentioned there is really fundamental to what the chamber is all about. It's about opportunities. It is a, it is a, a treasure trove of opportunities and not every opportunity fits every business, Mm -hmm. but every business, if they will pay attention to the opportunities made available by the chamber, every business in this community really could utilize the chamber to grow and continue to build their business. Absolutely. So as we, you know, wind down and, and, and wrap up, what are some of the things that you're looking forward to toward the end of, of 2023 and into 2024? I can't believe we're even having that conversation. <laughs> it, is, it seems like this year has flown. Um, we are excited to offer some, um, some community gatherings and some things for business owners to be able to get to know community more. Um, And in the size and the growth that we're having, those are not small feats. Um, Safety is always first with us, whether we're doing um, the Scare on the Square trunk or treat with our young professionals or whether we're doing um, the South Haven Parade, the Christmas Parade. All of those things are so important for our community, but they have to be safe. We have to make them safe. A lot of people don't know some of the hidden gems that we have in South Haven, like Southern Lights that's coming up. Um, And some of them go, well, those are community events 
you're a business organization, why are you hosting those or what do you have to do with that? Mm -hmm. And it all comes back to being able to provide those platforms for businesses to sing their song, Mm -hmm. to show what they do. And so we can't do that without partners, volunteers, and people that help us with a lot of those things. Our ballots for nominations for our awards are out now. We are hoping that by the end of our nominating process, we have a plethora of folks that are going to be qualified um, because we do have criteria for those awards. We recognize those at our October luncheon, and um, that's kind of our member meeting for the year. That's Mm -hmm. our year in review. We talk about what we've done, how many members we've gained. We talk about some of the challenges that we've had because we don't succeed at everything we do. So if there are things that aren't working, we want to scrap those and go back to the drawing board to figure out what's most effective for the business community. Um, And then... It excites me to talk about the foundation and to talk about what we're going to be able to do and offer um, through that in helping with some leadership um, training and programming. So all of the companies that may have diamonds in the rough that Mm -hmm. they want to be able to provide training for, but it hasn't been affordable for them, we want to be able to kind of fill in the gap with that. and send them, whether it be from a retail aspect or whether it be from a small business, a coffee shop or um, a boutique or whether that looks like an insurance agency that is trying to develop agents. We just want to be able to provide some different curriculum to help them get ready to succeed. One last thing is, you know, as we get ready to close, um, so South Haven Business Beat was your brainchild. This this was an idea of a, of a podcast for the chamber, for the community, educating the community that you had for, for years. What was the motivation for launching a podcast? Um, a different platform to be able to share resources and what the chamber does i mean we repeat this we say this every day to so many people and so the vision in this was to be able to have a platform for businesses to come on board and talk about their successes and struggles because a lot of entrepreneurs and business startups need to hear those Mm It also is a way for us to be able to um, have another avenue, another vehicle to get information out, such as um, voting and candidates so people know their sample ballots and where to vote and what to do. Um, It's really just a, a labor of love. It's a service that we wanted to provide um, for all who's listening. Mm -hmm. Other chambers may see or hear this. Other people across the United States, it may go, it won't just be South Haven, but it may go toward other people having the vision to um, do the same or to be able to be more resourceful in how they can help set people up to succeed. One of the things that I love about podcasts, I I love hosting them and I love being involved with them because uh, you do get that opportunity to hear somebody's story. Mm-hmm. And the stories behind the people, 
are often just a treasure trove of lessons learned, experiences overcome, uh, but also how, how to navigate life when you haven't done something yet, but it's coming at you. And one of the things that you know we've spent a lot of time with and, and we look forward to spending a lot of time doing with South Haven Business Beat is providing education and experience and knowledge and insight through someone else's story. And it's been, uh, it's been enjoyable to be able to be a part of that. But I think that's a resource that one of the things, the other side of, of the podcasting world that I love very much is they, unlike social media, it's around for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when, when someone comes on and tells their story on a podcast, uh, three years from now, five years from now, that story is still going to be out there. And so as a, as a resource for businesses in South Haven, for individuals and leaders in, in South Haven, in DeSoto County, this is also a great avenue because unlike something that is an event that happens and then it's over and if someone missed that event, they didn't get the value of it, uh, these podcast episodes will continue to provide that value going on years to come. And uh, so as in some of our interviews, we've had opportunities to essentially almost have a civics lesson from some of our uh, county commissioners about what parts of the government do what. There are great educational opportunities within these episodes, and we very much appreciate the opportunity to work with the Chamber of Commerce to produce this and be able to build that educational information, but also tell the stories. Since the dawn of time, people love a good story. That's right. And you have underdogs and you have heroes and you have people that inspire you and you have people that you can cry with. We resonate with those that struggle Mm -hmm. the same way we do. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of times that I feel like if people just had a voice. Mm-hmm. If I could just let someone know I'm going through the same thing that you've been through. My business may be 30 years old, but the first five years of it was awful or it was a struggle mm-hmm. or we're able to celebrate the successes mm-hmm. of people and how they're doing business. That's one of the key components I love about my job. Absolutely is being able to know those people's stories and to have those relationships. It draws us together as a community, I think, Mm -hmm. but it helps our our businesses just be stronger Mm -hmm. to come alongside one another. So at the end of the day, I'm hoping that this podcast is able just to um, be that to be a resource, to be out there, um, to be timeless in the way that people are gonna need to know some intricate details of how to do business. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna provide that on some podcasts. But then at the end of the day too, they don't need just a workshop or a lesson. They need to know that other people have had the same struggles and celebrations. Somebody's been where they're headed somebody's accomplished what they're trying to accomplish and somebody can help lead them down that path uh, and just encourage them when the going gets difficult, when uh, when the walls close in, you got, <laughs> you've got that reminder that that's 
you know, uh, there, there's somebody who's been down down this road before, and that there's help, and yep. that you know, one of those people that they heard that, uh, listened to that podcast about, learned something new about them, they're going to meet them at a chamber luncheon. They're going to meet them somewhere else. I listened to that podcast that right. you did. I can't believe you used to do this. You know, <laughs> I can't believe you once had this job. Uh, and so it's great to build the relationships, open doors, tell the stories. And we're just very grateful to be involved and uh, be a part of the the family that is the South Haven Chamber of Commerce. Well, thank you for helping to bring my vision to life. Um, I really do hope that it just helps. That's all we want. We want it just to be, um, you know, useful. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for joining us for another episode of South Haven Business Speak, where we try to open doors open insights, educate people, and enjoy building a community here in the Mid-South, South Haven, Mississippi, and DeSoto County. And we are grateful for your uh, joining us for this episode. We look forward to many more. Have a great day. Please visit www.southhavenbusinessbeat.com for more episodes. We would like to thank the following sponsor, Pure Focus Media. Have an event coming up? Let us capture all the moments that will create memories that will last a lifetime with our professional photographer and videographer. Also announcing our new digital selfie photo booth. Book with us today. This podcast is brought to you by the South Haven Chamber of Commerce. We know relationships create commerce. Want to join the South Haven Chamber? Visit www.southhavenchamber.com. Be sure to share and subscribe. Thanks for watching.